Hello, one and all, and welcome to another episode of the Value for Value podcast. My name is Karen. I'm a podcaster here in sunny Brisbane, Queensland, Australia, and I'm exploring the Value for Value model created by Adam Curry and now expanding onto a broader population of musicians, artists, people who are creating their own work and want to receive value for what they are creating out into the world. And value is an interesting topic, of course, hence the value for value <laughs> podcast. I've, I've got it twice in the title, so I must be interested in it in some way. And I think I'm seeing some common misconceptions coming in about what is value. And this is a problem I've been having for quite a while now, which is value gets equated with money. And so, Episode 10, the title for the day is Why Value Doesn't Mean Money. And I want to explore this a little bit. So I'm going to start off with a slight definition of a word that's been creeping into the English language relatively recently. Monetization. What is monetization? So I actually looked this up and the wiki definition says, broadly speaking, the process of converting something into money. Okay, no surprise there. That's a pretty standard thing that you could expect. But I wanted to explore, I guess, why is this gradual trend coming on of where everything needs to be turned into money or everything needs to be viewed in terms of money? So I have a question for you at home. Does 10,000 rupees bring you joy? Okay. What about approximately 12,000 Swedish krona? Mm. Uh, once again, probably not because chances are you're not living in India or you are not living in Sweden. Now, in Australian terms, I think that was about $188, something like that. I just so chose some random numbers and this was actually a couple of weeks ago when I wrote this down. So, the translations, the conversions of money aren't accurate. And that's sort of the point, I guess, is that, you know, money doesn't really bring you joy. Does 10,000 rupees actually mean anything to you? No, no, not at all. And even when it's in your own language, you know, you can sort of understand what you can do with that thing, potentially, you know, I could potentially do this much with 188 Australian dollars. But does the actual money itself bring you joy? Do you feel better when having that in your account? Now, I think most people would probably say, yeah, sure, it's nice, but it's a tool. I don't actually physically get enjoyment from the money. It's not like I have $188 worth of coins or of paper notes in in my possession and I play with them. You know, they're not a they're not something that I can in, intrinsically get value from from the actual money itself. Money is just a tool. It's used for exchange. It's used for all sorts of different things. And so, I always sort of see it as a, it's a good midpoint to achieve or get something else. So, you know, you want a bit more relaxation in your life. Hell, you can go and buy some sort of comforter or something like that. Oh, you want something that is uh, going to bring you something novel, interesting joy in your life. Mm, well, you know what? You could actually just go for a holiday, something like that. So I always see it as a good midpoint. And the problem is when it turns into everything. So, you know, your time is now money, your hobby, your ideas, your work, your health, your environment, all of this is like, how can I convert this into money? And I'm asking, you know, is, is that a good idea? Is it a healthy way to be thinking in the world? Oh, yes. I need, I need to be able to get money from this. I need to get money from that. And I particularly don't like the uh, <laughs> even topic of money that much. I, I, I always say, 
you know, it's better for me if money is super boring. That means I'm actually probably doing good things with it in terms of actually making it grow. And when it's exciting, when it's fun, usually that means I'm getting fleeced or I'm doing something that maybe isn't great for the world as a whole and I'm, you know, gambling or I'm doing whatever, you know, promoting some things that probably aren't super helpful. And uh, this is one thing that I hate about the word monetization, my monetization hate. So, yes, how can I convert this hobby that I'm uh, that I'm doing into into money. It needs to be directly. Like, why, why are you even doing it if you can't convert it into money? And that's where it really irks me. And uh, so I'm noticing this trend. And um, here's a another example. It's not just me noticing this as, as well, which is uh, if you look at the Podland episode on the 14th of October, there's the one with uh, uh, Genevieve Hassan. And it was also mentioned in episode 58 of the Podcasting 2.0 podcast where she was talking about yes there does seem to be some sort of thing where if you have a podcast and she was particularly talking about podcasts that everyone asked you know oh so how are you making money from that you know what are you doing to to make money and it's not viewed as a hobby for example it's not viewed as a sport like golf where you can just play it and no one's asking how are you going to turn this this playing into money and so I really think getting stuck on just one thing can be almost destructive in a way in, in your own mind and particularly when it's something like money. God, I'm, I'm already sick of saying that word in, in this episode. So, uh, there's a, something that came up recently for me when I was chatting with my dad is the Universe 25. So, this was a bunch of experiments. Uh, let's see if I can quickly bring up who it was done by. Uh, John B. Calhoun. And he was looking up these experiments, doing these experiments with mice. And he'd essentially put them in a cage and, uh, you know, alter certain conditions in the cage. Maybe they would have more playthings. Maybe they would have more water. Maybe they would have et cetera, et cetera. And what he would tend to notice is like they'd go through these peak population phases where they'd rapidly uh, expanding their population, get up to this point, and then they'd almost uh, create destruction for themselves by overpopulating by doing certain things. And Universe 25 was a particularly interesting one because lots of destructive behavior started coming out from the mice. So this in particular is preening. They would become obsessed with their own beauty and not, uh, you know, mating, for example. So, And this is why the populations would decrease rapidly. They would become too obsessed with something that isn't important, you know, is. Uh, and now, once again, you can make many arguments against this particular one thing uh, you know it's just a one-off study so you know are humans going to be doing the same sort of thing are they also going to be creating destruction for themselves you could argue this with relation to the greeks you know they became obsessed with their beauty with their you know sex with pedophilia with the young boys things like this all sorts of things you can also look at many societies which undergo some sort of collapse and you say yep that's because they came became too focused on this thing, on, on something that didn't matter or something they became blinded to the things that really matter. And uh, I, I think that's a, it's a good analogy. Maybe it doesn't hold up 100% with the, the data because there's other things going on and uh, other factors in play. But uh, I think that's my, my main problem with, with monetization. It, it obfuscates what is important in life. And 
ethics and morality, it's, it's funny. You, you think it's so useless. Well, I used to think I was useless when I was a kid because I just couldn't understand how I could apply this to my day-to-day life. But I think the older you get, the more you, you can start to see beneath the surface of why people do things, why money is important, why money isn't uh, value, it, like why, why value doesn't mean only money, why value can mean other things like you know, pleasant interactions in life, uh, spending time with your family, the, the deeper things that actually bring you joy, that bring you meaning, all of the good things in life. So that was my little rant there and it was more of a rant today. This wasn't a super structured one like I have been doing some of my other episodes and uh, yeah, I just wanted to, to bring that up. Now, last week for the Boostergram Lounge, we, we had a bit of a disappointing one because I didn't have any Boostergrams to, to chat over but uh, the, the audience has pulled through and, uh, and some clever marketing on my point has, uh, has made that happen and I'll read that out in a second. But for now, I will give the long-awaited Adam Curry clown world introduction for the Boostergram Lounge. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, he is truly a master at that on-the-fly creation of uh, of a jingle of something funny. That is beautiful. So, thank you, Adam Curry, for that. And thank you to, first of all, Chad F., Sad Puppy Boost. This is what was left in my Casamatic wallet. Yes, indeed. The sad puppy is what brings in the dough. <laughs> if, you're ever, if you're ever hard of cash, just bring up Sad Puppy somehow and it'll... And it'll uh, make things happen. So that was uh, 2,140 cent using Castomatic. So no particular numerology there, just whatever was left in his wallet. But very much appreciated. Thank you, Chad F. And the other one was from Oscar Mary from Fountain using Fountain FM, I'm sure. Yep, 222 sats. And he just says, testing, dot, dot, dot. Hey, man, if you want to test here, I'm more than willing to accept your tests. Uh, and I, I do appreciate that, Oscar. Oscar's um, been uh, in communication with me. I, I enjoy using the Fountain app and uh, been lots of fun diving into the world of, of developers and whatnot, scratching some of my itches with regards to uh, how things can be created and, and understanding the infrastructure and uh, I guess the code behind what is becoming increasingly part of all of our lives, how how things are operating, the things that you're getting shown in front of you, in front of YouTube, the algorithms, all of that stuff. It's uh, it's f- real fun talking with people who know what they're, they're doing with that regard and it's uh, making me want to, to maybe start learning some. Who knows? We'll, we'll find out soon. So that was it for the Boostergram Lounge for this week. Thank you very much, everyone. Some request, a tip maybe uh, towards the end here of uh, what I would uh, ask for you, for the uh, the audience member listening. So, what do you actually value? That's that's my um, that's my question for you today, and maybe you can even answer that in a Boostergram if you want. You know, what uh, do, are you seeing the same sort of things with regards to money taking over everything? Is it now you know stepping outside? Why are you? taking that path to work, how is that making you money? You know, <laughs> I get frustrated. I get frustrated when I hear this stuff. Uh, anywho, but I don't let it get me down. So, yeah, you know, what, what's real to you? What is uh, really valuable to you? Is it playing time with your kids? Is it hanging out with friends? Is it 
you know, doing exercise? Is it doing something hard? Is it doing something easy? Maybe it can be all of these things. And, uh, you know, how can you maybe make money exit the conversation? That's one thing I'm looking for myself. So when I bring up to people that I'm a podcaster, I really actually am going to start thinking about, hmm, how can I bring this up and then immediately change the subject so that the question of money does not get involved because that would uh, bring more joy to my life by not being able to speak of money. Money is uh, quite boring when you get down to it. Anywho, that is it for today. Uh, All the usual things, if you can try out a podcasting 2.0 app, particularly one which has value enabled. So things like Breeze, Curiocaster, Fountain FM, Podfriend, uh, there's the pod station that's a, a desktop one uh, Castomatic we've already heard from that's an iOS one lots of uh, fun ones even podverse if you want to get into there so lots of uh, fun places to send satoshis get used to the world of value for value and if you have any questions that you want from me you can find me at the mere mortals podcast that's my main channel that I do with a, a friend of mine Juan and yeah, if you if you go there, you'll you'll see uh, lots of links, and so that's on Instagram, and then you can also find us on uh, Discord, or all those sorts of places. Yada yada. I won't take up too much more time. That is it for today. Thank you very much. Karen out.